Do you ever get tired of trying to do it all? Checking all the boxes, pleasing all the people, doing all the things. When what you really want is to take a step back and take a break from it all. Then you've come to the right place. SLJ Radio was created just for you by someone just like you, me. <laughs> We're busy raising babies and businesses and vibes. So let's make sure our cup is full too. This is Self Love Junkie Radio. Hello, hello, friends. Good morning. Happy Monday. Welcome to another episode of SLJ Radio. It's your girl, Logan, and I'm super excited to chat with you guys today all about how to level the fuck up in your business. I can't wait. Before we dive into this week's content, though, just a little reminder to be on the lookout. I have thrown together a super juicy holiday offer for you guys. I'm calling it my Boss Babe Holiday Bundle, and it is just for you. I'm super excited. It's going to serve so many people and I can't freaking wait. Take this as a gentle reminder. If you haven't thrown together your own holiday bundle, if you're not thinking of taking advantage of the excitement around the holiday season, then maybe, maybe think about it, consider it. You know, this is a great time of year to provide incredible value to your people, to your audience at a really, really great and affordable cost because it's the holidays. Everybody's looking for a good deal, right? So think about that. Be on the lookout for mine. It will release later this week and I can't wait. I'm so excited. All right, friends, let's dive in. So this week we're talking all about how to level the fuck up in your business. And let me, let me back up a little bit and give you some, um, some context for this topic. Um, a couple days ago, I just decided I decided I was literally writing out a post for social media and I had this kind of epiphany um, that I had been in a season of complying and conforming with what strategists say and what experts say and what professionals say. So I was posting at certain times. I was posting, you know, I was, my, I was curating my content in a way that it looked a certain way and it sounded a certain way and it served in a certain way. And all of this conformity and compliance had caused me to really water down my message, which is literally the exact opposite of what I teach as a content coach. And I just had this epiphany where I was like, shit, like this isn't me. This isn't me at all. So I wrote out this post, um, basically apologizing for it and, you know, speaking truth and, and, and sharing what is actually true to me with my audience. And I concluded it by making a really ballsy promise to myself, to my following, to my family, to my team, um, that I would be a six figure brand before I turned 28 years old. And for those who don't know, I will turn 27 this year on December 29th. So I committed to becoming a six figure brand and earner within the next year within the next year, that shit came out of left field, you guys. Like it wasn't even on my radar to be a six figure earner anytime soon, much less within the next year. So this was an incredibly divine download, an incredibly divine piece of guidance that I received. And I didn't fucking hesitate to committing to it because I deserve this. I am worthy of this as long as I'm willing to put forth the effort and the work that it's gonna require. Um, you know, my family needs it. My family deserves it. And I can fucking do this. If there are literally just thousands of people in the online space, crushing it, making six and seven figures, guys, I follow some entrepreneurs who make six figures in a month, 
in a fucking month. There's no reason I can't make it in a year. There's no reason why you can't make it in a year either. It literally is just a decision that you make. And I, that moment happened for me out of nowhere the other day. And it's like, I'm, I'm at a point where I'm not available for anything less. I am not available for anything less than a six figure year in 2020 period. I am not available for anything less than working with women who are incredibly passionate and committed to their own mission and to their own greatness. I am not available for anything fucking less. Right. And I can't describe it. I'd always heard people say, it's just a decision. It's just a decision. And I rolled my eyes and I thought it was such bullshit, but it literally was just a fucking decision the other night. And then I made it public. I shared it with my husband and that's it. Like my brain is now in CEO mode, six figure CEO mode. That's what's that that's going to be. That's who I'm going to become in 2020. You sit there and fucking watch me and you can either be triggered as hell by this message right now, by my words, or you can let me change your fucking life and you can come along with me. Totally your call sis, totally your call but I'm going to make bank in 2020. I'm going to help a fuck ton of women while I'm at it. And I'm going to help them make bank too. So if you want to be one of those, then here's your invitation, sis. But today we're going to talk about what tangible things I'm doing to step into this new energy, step into this new level, right? Because there are some really tangible things that I'm going to be doing and that I have been doing for at this point, at least a year, probably more, um, depending on which of these bullets we're going to talk about. But these are things that I'm committing to going all in on in 2020. Okay. So I'm going to share these with you. They are very practical. No reason why you can't implement them along with me. And they're going to help you level the fuck up in your business. End of discussion. So let's dive in. Number one, clean up your side of the street. This is probably the biggest thing that I am doing and that I have been committed to for a very long time at this point. But I've made a commitment to heal my shit, heal my shitty money stories, heal my bullshit old stories and limiting beliefs, heal my sense of unworthiness, right? I've had to commit, and you do too, if you really want to level up in your business. You've got to commit to doing the messy inner work so that you can leave that bullshit behind and step into a greater truth. If you're trying to move forward in your business with a shitty money story that says money is scarce, I don't have enough money, there's not enough money to go around, I'm not going to have enough to pay my bills, blah, 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 blah. Whatever your shitty money story is, you've got to heal it. If you're sitting here trying to level up and you still have bullshit old stories and old patterns and old behaviors and limiting beliefs that are still operating your consciousness and controlling your reality, you've got to commit to changing them. You've got to identify them. You've got to heal them. And then you've got to rewrite them, right? And the same goes for your sense of worthiness. If deep down you don't feel worthy of receiving money, of receiving success, of receiving impact, of receiving influence, of receiving anything, you will never be able to attract it in your life. This is the deep inner work that no fucking body tells you. I was a beach body coach for three and a half years and no piece of personal growth and development that I was given by my company told me I needed to do this part. None of it. I didn't really dive into this part of entrepreneurship until I separated myself from 
the multi-level marketing world. And I'm not telling you that you need to separate yourself from that. That's not my message at all. Because right now I'm giving you what I was never given. I'm telling you that you can't skip this part. You can't skip the healing part, right? Because if you don't heal these things, if you don't heal your sense of worthiness, if you don't heal your money story, if you don't heal your old limiting beliefs and old stories, if you don't heal that, you can never surpass it. You can never overcome it and become something greater, right? So that has to be step number one, period. You have to start there. So that's the biggest takeaway from this entire episode. These, uh, the rest of these tips, none of these are in any particular order of importance, but I'm telling you right now, this is the number one piece, period. You've got to heal your shit. You've got to heal your shit. And when you heal your shit, you help other people heal their shit, right? Because when you heal your shit, when you heal your money story, when you heal your limiting beliefs, when you heal your sense of unworthiness, um, just speaking to beach body coaches, because that's what I know. That's what I did for three and a half years. When you heal that for yourself, you can teach your downline how to heal it for themselves. You can teach any of your customers and your clients, because this, this doesn't just go for entrepreneurs, this goes for people in general, people in general. I believe it is my firm belief, 150% believe that it is our responsibility during this lifetime to heal our shit. So we don't pass it down to the next generation. If I don't heal my shitty money story, guess who inherits it? My girls, my kids, right? If I don't heal my sense of unworthiness, guess who inherits it? My girls, my kids. It's my responsibility to heal myself so I don't give it to them, right? Because my parents gave it to me. And if I want to break that chain, then I, it has to begin with me. It has to. So if you're an entrepreneur, if you're not, if you're a parent, if you're not, if you're just a human fucking being, which I'm assuming everyone listening to this at least has that in common, we're all human beings, you have to commit to cleaning up your side of the street and healing your shit. If you ever want to, to, to move past where you are right now, that has to be your top priority, right? So that's number one, clean up your side of the street. Number two, get support. Guys, I worked, I spent the last six months working intensively with a one-on-one -on -one life and business coach, right? And as soon, right after the first of the year, I'm hiring another one. The only reason I'm not hiring her now is because she doesn't have openings. <laughs> that's why I haven't hired her, but I know who she is. I'm hiring her. I've already, like, it's already planned. It's done. Right. And as soon as her doors open for a mastermind or a one-on-one -on -one or anything like that, I am fucking hiring her. Right. Get support. Someone who's done it. Someone who's been there. Someone who's just a few steps ahead of you. Right. And that's not just to like promote my own one-on-one -on -one program or any bullshit like that. It's because you will accelerate your own growth and see your business thrive that much quicker. And guys, when I hired my coach, the literally the week before I hired my coach on May 13th of this year, the week before we had negative $17 and 52 cents in our bank account, we were fucking homeless because we had been evicted from our house in Georgia and we had had a car repossessed within the last like month or two. It was stupid for me to approach my husband and say, hey, can I spend $8,000 on this business coach? It made no sense, no sense. But I hired her on the 13th and within five business days, I had signed my first one-on-one -on -one client and more than doubled my income from the previous year. Shit you not guys, that is a true fucking story, right? And it's, it's a couple things, there are a couple pieces to this. I leveled the fuck up 
That's an example of the past year. I've, I've experienced so many up levels in the last year. Some of them have been massive. Some of them have been smaller. This was a massive up level. This was me showing the universe, okay, I'm ready to play big. I'm ready. I'm here for it. I'm ready. And I took the physical step to show that I was ready by hiring someone when I didn't know how it was gonna go. <laughs> I didn't know how it was gonna end. I didn't know where the money was gonna come from. I didn't know, but I knew that something had to change. I knew that financially we could not stay in the position that we were in. I knew that in terms of my business, I had to be able to see growth. I had to earn income. So something had to change. And the opportunity presented itself we talked about it and we fucking figured it out, guys. Here's the thing. If it means something to you, if it's, if it's important to you, if you're willing to prioritize it, you can figure it out. You can find the money. You can find the support. You can find the resources. One of my favorite quotes is, I am resourceful. Okay, I don't have the money right now physically, but I can fucking find it. I can get a credit card, I can get a loan, I can ask my mom, I can do this, I can, there's so many. When we open our eyes to the, to the unlimited creative possibilities that exist within the world, it becomes so easy to just, to, to not see money as an obstacle anymore. You can literally get money from so many different fucking places. Guys, there was someone standing out front of Target the other day playing his violin. And people were throwing money at him. He didn't need it. He wasn't homeless. He had on Nikes and a nice ass outfit and this hella nice violin that like connected to his cell phone that also connected to a wireless speaker. Like he's not homeless. He's just standing out there providing a service and asking for income. And people were fucking throwing it at him. Like it's not like money should be the last thing that stops you from doing anything because you can always find it. Always. And if you're sitting there telling yourself, she doesn't know what she's talking about because of this, because of that. Listen to me. Multiple times this past year, we have had negative money in our bank account. Our balance has been negative. We've had several cars repossessed. We've been evicted. We were technically homeless for a little bit. Like I know what it feels like to be broke. I know what it feels like to not know how you're going to pay your rent. I know what that shit feels like, but I also know that it's going to be okay. It always works out. There is always a better way. And it's that unshakable fucking faith that we have to have that carries us through the hard shit. Because you know what? At the end of the day, even though that were, those were my outside circumstances on the inside, I fucking knew it has to be okay. Like it has to be okay. This has to work out. And guess what? Every fucking time it did, we never went without a roof over our head. We never went without, without a vehicle. We never went without food. We never went without anything. Even though our outside circumstances looked like we should be going without, we never fucking did. We never did. Right? So I don't know how I got off on that tangent, but <laughs> number two is to get support. Because even through all of that, when all of that was my outside circumstances, being able to rely on my coach and go to her and literally send her a Voxer message and say, look, I promise you I'll pay this week. I don't fucking know how, but I promise you I will. And her coming back and providing support and holding space and just guiding me. My coach held so much space for my healing over the last six months, you guys. Like the work that I did with her was absolutely priceless. And I, I feel... 100% confident that working with her is the reason why I am experiencing this up level now. And the reason why within the next year I will become a six figure earner. 
no doubt in my mind. So that's number two, get support. Number three, eliminate the word failure from your vocabulary. Guys, I never fail. I don't know about you, but I never fail, ever. I never fail. I only receive the most valuable feedback that allows me to thrive at an even higher level. I only receive feedback that allows me to redirect, right? Call it fire, call it fuel, whatever the fuck you want, but stop calling it failure and stop being afraid of it, right? So the reason why I never fail is because I, I don't see failure. I don't. If someone, if I'm having a conversation with someone about joining like I had lots of conversations with lots of you guys over the last couple of weeks about quantum shift. If you told me no, if you ghosted me, if you just stopped responding to my messages and your DMs, I don't see that as failure at all. I see it as feedback. I see it as redirection. I see it as fuel to my fire of passion. Like I, I, I just don't see it as failure anymore. And I used to get so slowed down by failure. Like just going back to when I was a Beachbody coach, because that was so recent, <laughs> um, anytime someone would say no to a challenge pack, which a challenge pack, I don't know how much they are now, but when I was still coaching, they were like $130, $140, something like that. Guys, I'm selling one-on-one -on -one coaching packages now that are like 10 times that. <laughs> so it's insane. And I'm still hearing no. Like I heard no to 140 bucks and I'm hearing no to like, thousands of, of dollars. Like you always hear, hear no, you will always hear no. But when it begins to change is when you stop seeing it as a fucking failure and you understand that there's no such thing as failure. There's no such thing as failure. You're not doing anything wrong. It is all feedback and you can use that feedback to change directions, to shift, to make a shift, whatever you need to do, you receive the feedback and then you change, you shift, you alternate, you do something, right? You, you, you take that and you do something with it. A failure indicates that there's like nothing tangible that you can do with it other than just like sit in your shitty diaper and be sad, right? But if you're taking it and you're receiving it as feedback, that's tangible, that's constructive. You can do something with that. Right? So if you want the secret to never failing again, remove the word from your vocabulary and stop seeing it as something negative and start seeing it as something with so much potential. Guys, I was interviewed for another podcast episode or another podcast um, last week. It comes out on the 29th. So later on this week. Um, but she was asking me like, you know, what has your journey in entrepreneurship looked like? And I literally listed out all of the things that I've done this year, just this year, guys, just this year, I've launched somewhere between eight and 10 courses. I started a subscription company. Um, <laughs> I've done so much stuff this year and most of it flopped, like completely flopped and that's okay. That's okay. Once I could stop seeing it as failure and stop letting things like that slow me down, I was able to accelerate my speed, right? I was able to go so much faster and get so much more accomplished because I wasn't allowing myself to get bogged down in the bullshit of thinking I'd failed at something. Instead, I just saw it as feedback and I moved on, right? So eliminate the word failure from your vocabulary, right? Failure is not constructive. Feedback is you only receive feedback from this, from this moment forward. You will never fail again. Hear me now. You will never fail again. You will only receive feedback. Yes? Yes. <laughs> okay, number four. Create killer content. 
create killer fucking content, okay? So there's a lot that goes into creating killer content. Um, the first piece that goes into it is the first thing that I mentioned here, cleaning up your side of the street, healing your shit, figuring out what beliefs are yours and you're actually gonna maintain what beliefs have been passed down to you and you want to shed and get rid of, right? So that's a huge part to creating killer content because if you're speaking and creating content from a space that, you know, energetically is not your own. So you're just basically spouting off regurgitated bullshit that you've absorbed over your entire life. And that is not killer content. <laughs> that is regurgitated bullshit that you've absorbed throughout your life. So the first part to creating killer content is what I've already mentioned. But the second thing and my number one tip for creating amazing content is to stop consuming other people's content. Again, I was, when I was interviewed for that other podcast a couple weeks ago or whenever it was, I can't remember. Um, she asked me for my recommendations for resources to create good content. And I know she expected me to say some kind of book or some kind of podcast or some kind of like tangible resource. And I gave her the exact opposite. And I told her nothing. <laughs> I, I told her, I was like, most people who are struggling to create content, nine times out of 10 are consuming way too fucking much. They're consuming way more than they're creating and overconsumption will stifle your creativity every time, every time. So I'm not telling you to cut out all you know, consumption of content. Obviously I want you to listen to this podcast, I want you to read my posts, I want you to watch my stories, but if at some point my voice becomes louder than your own authentic voice, that's when you need to cut the bullshit and allow your voice to come through, right? Because a big piece to leveling up in your business is being able to speak your authentic truth, speak it loudly, speak it boldly, speak it, you know, without hesitation. And we have to, in order to speak it and to share it, we have to be able to tap into it. So if, we, if, we're, if we're too busy listening to all of these other voices and to all of the other noise around us, we're never going to hear our voice. We're just going to keep regurgitating what we hear other people say. And that's not authenticity, friends. That's not. So if you're looking to really level up your business in 2020, then you need to focus on creating really fucking amazing content. And in order to do that, you have to get in touch with your truth. You have to. And in order to get in touch with your truth, you've got to limit the amount of consumption that you do. Be really, really picky with what you allow to come into your circle, what you assimilate into your own arsenal of truth, right? Be really picky about that. Be really selective. And when other voices become louder than your own, that's when you know, okay, I need to cut this out. And I need to just sit with myself. I need to silence all of the noise. I need to do something that allows me to just be immersed and what's true for me, whether that's take a walk, do a Zumba class, whatever allows you to really tap into what feels true for you, that's what you need to do. And you need to stop telling yourself that the answer is going to come from someone else because it's not. The answer ultimately is going to come from you, but you'll never be able to hear it if you can't silence the rest of the noise. Okay. So what have we done so far? So far we have done clean up your side of the street get support, eliminate the word failure from your vocabulary, create killer content. So now that brings us to number five, dun, da, da, dun, which is get organized as fuck, y'all. I have two children, a third on the way, a husband, three cats, a dog. We have an apartment. Like my life is a never ending. <laughs> it, it just never ends. There's always something to do. There's always laundry to fold. There's always 
content to create. There's always one-on-one -on -one calls to be had. There's always something to do. And if I didn't have organization and systems in my life to help me like maintain it all, I would completely lose my mind. <laughs> I would lose my mind. Nothing would get, excuse me, nothing would get done. So we have to have systems. I have to have systems. I have to have time management. I have to have productivity and I have to have efficiency. If you need tips on time management, listen to last week's episode, episode 24. Um, it's all about how I manage my time as a mompreneur with crazy ass kids and a budding business, right? So go back for specific tips on time management and on like this tip. And I'm also going to do a, a post about this later on, um, later on this week on my Instagram feed. But just a couple of different tools that I'm using for, you know, for, for organization and management and, and all of that stuff. I'll pull it up really quickly so I can share with you. Um, bum, bum, bum. Sorry, guys. Let me pull it up. Okay, here. So my favorite paper planner is the Passion Planner. Um, so I really recommend you guys getting a planner, a paper planner, like hardcore old school pen to paper. There's just something about, there's something really, really powerful about writing shit down. Um, so I would really recommend getting like a paper planner to kind of map out your stuff, right? But at the same time, I would also recommend using a digital planner. I use Google Calendar. It is literally free to every fucking body. I don't know why everyone and their mom isn't using Google Calendar at this point. I sync that shit to my phone. I get notifications and I never miss anything. I don't miss an appointment. I don't miss a client call. I don't miss a holiday party. I don't miss a birthday. I don't miss it because I have it scheduled, right? Um, I also love, I know if you go back and listen to last week's episode, you'll hear me talk about Trello. <laughs> and for the last couple of years, I've gone back and forth between Trello and Asana, and now I'm back on an Asana train. But Asana is basically a digital tool, um, a digital planning tool for business and project management. And that's how I keep you know, my launch is straight. That's how I keep my daily tasks straight. Um, different projects that I have going on. I, I put them all in Asana. You can do the same thing with Trello. Um, they're both fantastic. I've used both. I'm just back to Asana right now. Um, but plan your shit out, guys. Plan it out so you're not guessing. Plan it out so you always have something to work on. Like, especially if you're someone who has a minimal amount of time or a limited amount of time, and you know you only have like two hours a day to work on your business, well, you don't wanna spend the first 30 minutes trying to figure out what you need to do for the day. You wanna go ahead and have a list. Like, I literally have, I give, I set dates and, and um, like due dates and everything for all of the tasks that I put in Asana, so I literally, I can log in there right now and see what I have due tomorrow right so that's my to-do list for tomorrow there's no guessing there's no figuring out what I have to do it's there and I just do it right so figure out a way to organize all of your your business stuff all of your life stuff and the last thing that I've been doing is tracking my time with an app called toggle again if you go back and listen to last week's episode you'll hear me talk about that um, but it's been a great way to really track my time and see where I'm spending it see where I'm wasting it see where you know, it's being utilized in a really productive manner. Um, so that's been a real game changer, a real eye opener to see where I've been wasting time. So get fucking organized, whatever you need to do, paper planner, digital planner, project managing tools, time tracker, whatever you need to do, you need to get organized as fuck, right? And you need to start treating your business like a business. If you want your business to pay you like a business, you have to treat it like a business and stop treating it like it's a hobby. As long as you treat it like it's a, ho like it's a hobby, it'll pay you like a hobby. <clears throat> okay. 
And the last thing that I want to talk to you guys about is staying committed to the vision. Okay, so staying committed to the vision. So this includes things like daily visualization, creating a vision board and taking aligned action, um, surrounding yourself with people who are already doing it, seeking proof every day. So let's kind of unpack that a little bit. So everything before this was really tangible, right? Um, cleaning up your side of the street, healing your stuff, hiring support, eliminating the word failure, creating really good content, getting organized and implementing some systems. But this last one, staying committed to the vision, it's a little less tangible. It's a little more woo-woo, I'll admit it. Um, but it's, it's a huge piece to all of this. Um, just because, I mean, manifestation is about 90% vision and 10% action. And if manifestation is too much of a woo-woo word for you, then just think about like creating the life that you want. Like remove the term manifestation if it weirds you out. And just think about like actually creating whatever, the, whatever it is you want to fucking create, right? It's about 90% vision and like casting the actual vision of what you want and getting into the emotional feelings of having it. And then that from that space is the rest of the 10% and that's taking the aligned action. So this has to be a really big part too. And you have to commit to the vision, right? So one of the ways that I've been doing this and that I will continue to do this is by doing daily visualization meditation. So that's literally sitting in a meditation, either guided or unguided and allowing myself the freedom to just feel into what it's going to feel like when I earn that six figures before I turn 28 years old. Right. What is that going to feel like? What is it going to feel like to have all of my bills paid and then some? What is it going to feel like to sell out, sell out, sell out my courses and my one-on-ones with ease? What is all of that going to feel like? And just sitting there with it, right? Because that's what generates the excitement. That's what generates the energy that you need to show up every single day. It's getting yourself in that place of feeling it, right? So visualizing every single day. I'll also, be, I'll also create a vision board. Um, I create vision boards every year. I, for the longest time, was the person who created a super pretty vision board and then did nothing with it. <laughs> like, I don't know about you. Raise your hand. Can I get an amen on a Monday? If you have ever, you know, been super excited, you've held these vision board parties or you've gotten together with friends or something like that. You've created this super awesome vision board. You've said that you're going to make it all happen. And then within like literally a couple of weeks, you've completely forgot about it because of, you know, hashtag life. <laughs> like I've totally done that. And you know, that's got to change. Otherwise your vision board is a complete waste of time and energy, right? So we have to create vision boards and then we actually have to take action based on the vision, right? So yes, manifestation is 90% vision, but that 10% action is fucking huge. Like it's huge. Nothing's going to happen if you don't take the aligned action, right? So commit to getting yourself physically and emotionally in the space of having it every single day. Create a vision board that you're actually going to use. And if you don't know how to align your action with your vision, then you need to stay, you really need to look out for my holiday special because it's going to help you so, so, so much. And this is a massive piece to leveling the fuck up in your business. Okay. Do not sleep on this. Okay. Vision boards are not just some woo woo bullshit. They can be incredibly powerful if they're used correctly. If you don't know how to use them correctly, 
just look out for my, <laughs> just trust me, just trust me, okay? Um, the next piece of this is surrounding yourself with people who are already doing it. So for me, this is gonna look like joining a mastermind. Um, I've already said that I've like, I already know the coach that I'm going to hire as soon as her one-on-one -on -one spots are open, I will be taking one. Um, but I'm also going to join a mastermind and I'm going to make a point of getting myself around other women who are already fucking doing it. Other women who are already earning six figures a year and then some other women who are already, who already have these massive brands and you know, I'm committed to surrounding myself with that energy, right? Because if I just sit here and I stay surrounded and I love people, I love the people around me. I do. I absolutely do. And this isn't tearing them down in any way, but I mean, if they are set at a certain mindset and a certain income level and they have certain beliefs, then I am only stagnating myself and stifling myself by staying in their energy all the time. Right. So it's not that I had to cut them off. I'm not going to cut anyone off, but I am going to be much more protective of my energy and who I spend it with. Right. So I will be surrounding myself with more people who are already in the position that I want to be in, which takes me to my last piece in this whole stay committed to the vision of seeking proof every single day, seeking proof that what I want to do is possible right? Looking at other people and seeing, well, she is just a normal fucking person. She's a mom with a messy house and kids and all of these things. And she's doing it. She has a multi six figure brand. She has a seven figure brand. She has this, she has that. If she can do it, why not me? Why not me? You know? So these different pieces to staying committed to the vision that you've cast for yourself, right? So it stays fresh in your mind. Like this energy that I feel right now, the excitement that I have for the six figures that I'm going to earn in 2020, this is where I need to stay, right? This is the level of energy and alignment that I need to maintain moving forward to bring that dream into fruition, right? To, to manifest that vision. This is what I need. Right? So I need to do the daily visualization so I can create these emotions for me. I need to create this vision board so I can look at it and see a tangible representation of everything I want to create in 2020. I need to surround myself with people who will fucking support me and lift me up and cheer me on instead of telling me that's stupid. Right? That's not possible. You can't build a brand and a business to six figures in a year. I don't need that bullshit in my life, right? So I'm not gonna allow it. And then seeking proof every single day that if she can do it, uh, of, of course I can. Like there's no question whether or not I can do it. Yes, I can do it because she did and she did and she did and they did and she did. You know, there's proof everywhere. We just have to be open to it, right? So, those are the things, those are the, like the actual tangible things that I'm going to be doing and that I have been doing to level the fuck up in my business. The things that have ultimately brought me to this point right here where I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm going to earn six figures next year. Fuck yeah. Like, why would I settle for anything less? Why, why, why not? Why? You know, I mean, if this is what I want, why the fuck would I settle? Why? So I hope those are helpful to you. I hope that you can take those and apply something. Um, I, I challenge you to apply at least one of those things this week. At least one of those things this week. Either commit to cleaning up your side of the street and healing your shit, hire some support, 
eliminate the word failure from your vocabulary, create some killer content that's actually authentic, get organized as fuck and stay committed to the vision. I'm not, I'm not gonna challenge you to one of those things. I'm gonna challenge you to at least three of them. At least three of them, because there are some easy ones that you could do like today, like eliminate failure and get organized. Like you could do that shit today. There's no reason why you can't do both of those today. So I'm gonna challenge you to do three of them. And once you have, once you just send me a message on Instagram and tell me I did this, this, and this this week to level the fuck up in my business. And I want to know, I want to know what you've done. I want to know how you feel about it. And I want to know how you're going to maintain the momentum moving forward, because that's a big piece guys. That's a big piece to all of this is, is actually maintaining the shit that you establish for yourself. You know, how are you going to stick to this? So you actually see the level up that you want to see, right? All right, friends, like I said, I hope this was helpful. I hope you have a fantastic week. Oh, have a great Thanksgiving if you celebrate Thanksgiving. I am going to eat my weight in all of the things on Thursday, and I cannot wait. It's going to be fantastic. Two years in a row that I've been pregnant on Thanksgiving, and I haven't minded <laughs> being able to say I'm eating for two on the holiday where you literally get to eat whatever the fuck you want has been pretty magical, guys. Not going to lie. All right, friends, have a great week, and I'll see you next time.